In this podcast, we talk with Dr. Mitchell Scheiman, Director of Salus University's Biomedicine Program, Dean of Research, and Professor in Salus's Pennsylvania College of Optometry. He talks to us about the uniqueness of the biomedicine program and how it can advance any healthcare career. Can you please introduce yourself and your role at Salus? Sure. Uh, thanks, everyone, for uh, your interest in, in our program. I wanted to tell you a little bit about myself and uh, uh, how I got to this position here at Salus University. I'm currently the uh, program director for the graduate program in biomedicine, but my professional training is actually as an optometrist. I graduated from optometry school way back in 1975, so this is my 47th year in uh, as an optometric educator and administra administrator. Um, over the years, I've served in many different roles. I started as, as a clinical instructor. I've done didactic teaching. I've been chief of a uh, clinical service here at Salus University. Eventually, my career uh, moved into the area of research, uh, and that's one of the reasons I'm talking to you now. And finally, uh, in the last five years, I've become pretty much a full-time administrator. I'm currently dean of research here at Salus University, and as I just said, program director for this uh, program in in uh, biomedicine. And uh, I'm also very involved in in my own research and mentoring, and very excited about uh, this particular program. So can you explain a little bit what is there to expect from the biomedicine program? Yeah, this is a, a, a very uh, different program from your traditional PhD program that's out there. You know, uh, most of you, if you're exploring PhD programs, you you know that typically what, ha what you have to do is you have to you, know, you apply, you get accepted, and and sometimes you have to move to a different area of the country, different state, different uh, uh, different city. Uh, you may have to sell your house, uproot your family if you have children. It could mean you know changing schools, all that. And of course, typically you you can't work uh, uh, when you do a full time PhD program. Uh, this program is very very different. You know, first we have a small student body. Uh, we, we typically have four to eight students per year uh, in, in our classes. Currently, we have 12 active PhD students in our program. The, the unusual thing about this program, the other thing that's different from uh, uh, your traditional program is uh, that the, the students come from various uh, backgrounds. So uh, if you're an optometrist, uh, you're not going to be in school here doing your PhD with just optometrists. If you're a, a speech language pathologist or an occupational therapist, an audiologist, you're going to be uh, working with students from very, very different backgrounds because the, the program here is not specific to a, to a health profession itself. It's in biomedicine. It's how to do research. So we can bring together... Uh, professionals from many, many different backgrounds. And the one thing that they have in common is they want to become uh, capable, independent uh, researchers. And that's what we really teach here. We're not teaching optometry. We're not teaching occupational therapy. We're not te teaching speech language pathology. We're teaching any individual from any of these professions how to uh, get involved in research. In addition, uh, many of our students are not 
uh, if, if you're in our program, you're going to be working with uh, international students as well. So they're not just students from the United States. We currently have students from China, from Europe, from the Middle East, from Africa. Uh, and But the one thing they, they all do have in common is they're, they're, they're in a healthcare profession of, of one type or another. Uh, currently, uh, I, I don't know if I said this earlier, we have six optometry students in the program two speech-language pathologists, one uh, occupational therapist, one audiologist, and we even have one person who's doing cancer research in our program right now. So it's a very personalized experience. Um, you you uh, uh, interact with, with students from all of these different programs. So that's, that's one, one difference uh, uh, in our program. The other very, very big difference, and this is what I was getting at initially, is that Unlike the traditional program where you, where you may have to uproot yourself and move to a different city, different community, and all of, the, all of what that entails and maybe giving up your position at, at, your, uh, at your place of work, here there's actually a virtual option, uh, which is very relevant given the current state of affairs with uh, the pandemic we've had, of course. Uh, so you can take this program without leaving your home, without leaving your community, without changing anything about your, uh, your current way of life, except you probably would have to, uh, instead of working full-time, you may have to uh, reduce the uh, time commitment a little bit. We can talk more about that later. Uh, so uh, the, the way this program was designed was to provide an option to those students who really felt they couldn't do a PhD because of the way it really changes the, their life entirely in so many different ways. Here, you can maintain your lifestyle and uh, your, your home and your, your situation for your family, and you can still do the PhD program. And actually, most of our students are doing the program using this virtual option. However, there's also an on-campus option uh, for some students want that experience. They want, to, they want to leave their city, they want to leave their country, particularly the international students. We have a lot of students from Saudi Arabia, from China. They want the experience of living in the United States for four years. They love that. That's, that's a draw. So that is an option as well. So if you're an international student and you want to do the, the program on campus, that's an option as well. And uh, you know, so uh, you know, it's the best of both worlds. You, you, can, you can choose the option that suits your needs um, uh, and, and you know, it is best for, for your particular situation. Um, so generally, uh, the, the program allows students to continue working, to maintain their job status. Um, and we actually set up the research. Uh, you might be curious, well, how do I do research if I'm not at Salis University? Well, we actually set up uh, the research uh, uh, in your local area. And uh, again, they're, they're, that, that's uh, how most of our students are operating right now. What is the curriculum of the program like? Okay, yeah, the, 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 the program is, is uh, uh, 84 credits uh, over four years. Actually, the, the way it's designed, you could actually complete the program in three and a half. But in the, uh, uh, let's see, uh, we've, been a, uh, we've been in existence since 2012. So it's about nine years now. In the nine years that we've been in operation, no one has been able to complete the program in three and a half years. So it's typically, uh, you, it's a four-year program, 84 credits. 24 of the 84 credits are actual courses. 
uh, and they're, they're online courses. Uh, if, you, if you're doing the face-to-face -face, um, option, you, you, th there's online content, and then you also meet with your professor for at least an hour a week. So, uh, but in any case, there are uh, 24 uh, actual courses that you would be taking online. The way those courses work is uh, uh, there's typically a, a video, audio presentation, uh, readings, uh, and then there's a, a, a assignments to do and uh, often a discussion chat room that you have to interact with the other students. And it's all asynchronous. So, you know, it can be done at any time that's best for you. Uh, you know, you don't have to be be, you know, be there from 1 to 2 p.m. on Tuesday afternoon. It could be 1 to 2 a.m. on Tuesday evening if that's what's best for you. Uh, now, the other 60 credits are all research-based. So the other 60 credits are your actual research that you'll be doing over the four years. So you're taking a few courses each semester, and then you're involved with your research. And in the very beginning of the program, the very uh, uh, first semester is all about uh, helping you, guiding you uh, uh, to develop the research question that you want to address over the next four years. And we assign a primary mentor, a secondary mentor, and uh, this all takes place in the first semester. So the, the curriculum is all about achieving the objective of graduating students who have the ability to become capable independent researchers in whatever healthcare profession you, uh, uh, you're currently involved with. Um, uh, the, the, the actual uh, degree reads a little bit differently from a traditional PhD degree. It's gonna read, it's gonna say that you've, uh, you have a, a, a PhD in biomedicine with a concentration in, let's say, speech language pathology or occupational therapy or optometry or audiology. So it, it's worded like that. Uh, now, the, the uh, important thing to keep in mind uh, is that in, in this program, we don't actually offer you advanced courses in your area of specialty. So if you're an OT, if you're an occupational therapist, you're not going to be taking advanced courses in occupational therapy. All the courses are related to how to do research, um, uh, you know, courses like research methods, statistics, a lot of uh, several courses on statistics and statistical analysis and planning, principles of clinical research, epidemiology, budget development, grant writing. That's the, that, that's the, 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 the nature of the, of the coursework. Uh, now, so if you're an occupational therapist or an optometrist and you want to get uh, advanced uh, information about your specialty, well, it comes from the research you're doing. That's you're, you're doing the research in the area of interest and you're going to be exploring, you know, uh, information uh, that's necessary in order for you to complete the research in your area of specialty. So it's a, uh, it's a, it's curriculum that's, uh, uh, you have to go through the, the, every student goes through the same steps uh, every semester. And, uh, but there is flexibility. Um, certainly there are some students who, who finish in four years. We have some students who finished in five years, uh, you know, life happens. And uh, so there is some flexibility. Uh, this program is really designed for uh, the mid-level um, uh, career uh, individual. Uh, and, you know, when you, when you reach that 
point in your career, uh, often there are many, many things going on. You may have a family, you may have kids. And uh, so uh, sometimes, uh, you know, things have to be deferred. But uh, uh, the great news is uh, in the nine years we've had the program, we have over a 90% uh, completion rate. Uh, almost everyone is successfully completing uh, this curriculum that I just described. For the students who choose to do um, this program on campus, are there any facilities that the program can use on campus? Yeah, certainly. You know, the the uh, the same facilities that are that are available to any of our uh, students here at Salish University are available to our uh, on campus. PhD students in biomedicine, uh, you know, you've got uh, uh, the, the campus itself, you've got the, uh, uh, the, the library uh, facilities um, and whatever else uh, is available, all the, uh, the nice things about, you know, living in the Elkins Park uh, area are available to our uh, on-campus students. The, uh, the PhD students typically, uh, uh, sometimes get involved in some of the uh, uh, local activities, uh, the the uh, groups that that the student uh, clubs and committees and things like that. So that that's all available. Uh, like all of our, uh, you know, Salish University is a graduate level program. All our all of our courses currently are graduate level. So it's just your you would be another graduate student and taking advantages of taking advantage of all the uh, other things that Salish University has to offer. And I know you touched upon this a little bit, but how is this program unique? Yeah, yeah, I did touch upon that, and uh, but it's worth uh, reiterating. And uh, th there are two two primary aspects of the program that that distinguish it from others. One is the uh, the the option to do a virtual uh, program. Uh, I'll tell you, uh, I personally did this program. I'm a graduate. Uh, I was the second graduate from uh, this program. I, I started the course in 2012, the first year of, of its existence, and I graduated in 2016. And the only way I could have done this is, uh, uh, you know, a program like Salish University. I was I was not prepared to give up my position. Uh, as I told you earlier, I've been I've been in, in uh, you know in practice for over 45 years, uh, and uh, I just felt. Uh, to complete my uh, my career, I wanted a uh, PhD, but I, you know, I, I couldn't move to Indiana or Houston or or Columbus, Ohio. I wanted to uh, stay where my family is and and to keep my job, and and I actually did that. So uh, the that really makes it unique because what I was able to do is to maintain my position. They gave me twenty five percent release time, so that I'd have a, a little bit of. Uh, extra time to, to do my assignments, uh, but I was able to complete the program successfully in four years. So th that's really the, the most important distinction. The other one is, like I said before, that the courses themselves are not advanced coursework in your area of specialty. They're all related to how to do uh, research. So those are the two uh, factors that I, I think you need to think about our program and compare that to others as you go about deciding what to uh, what choice to make. What type of professions gain the most from earning this degree, and how how does it advance their careers? 
Yeah, that's a great question. You know, it's not really a profession specific. It's really uh, uh, that that's the beauty of the program. Uh, almost regardless of your profession, uh, this course is going to uh, uh, really enable you to advance your career. So uh, traditionally, uh, we've had people from optometry, audiology, occupational therapy, speech language pathology, physici physician assistant studies. Uh, but we've also had, like I mentioned earlier, we have an individual right now who's in the program who was doing cancer research. We've had some, uh, most of our students uh, uh, are healthcare professionals and the research they do is clinical research, but it doesn't have to be. We have, uh, we have the uh, uh, ability to do uh, basic lab research as well. But really, uh, it's not so much which type of profession, but it's really uh, which type of uh, career aspirations or, or what career aspirations you have. So the, the, the three reasons for, for doing a PhD like this in biomedicine would be career advancement, career change, or personal satisfaction and growth. So, uh, you know, in, in some of your institutions, uh, I'm sure some of you are in, are in healthcare professions where there's an accreditation process and the accreditation process says, you know, to be, for your institution to be accredited, if uh, let's say 50% of the faculty have to have a PhD. So if you're, if you're in that situation, there's gonna be pressure from uh, your, your uh, your program director, your chairman, your chairperson to uh, to take an advanced degree, uh, and uh, that's going to uh, help you maintain your status. Um, uh, other people are actually looking for a career change. Um, uh, that was one of the reasons I did this. I wanted to make research a bigger component of what I did, and I also want. I was seeking an administrative position at Salis University. For instance, the position I'm in now, I could not have achieved that if I didn't have a PhD degree. It was one of their requirements. So uh, that's another uh, situation in which you, you'd have a lot to gain from doing this, uh, this degree. And then of course, personal satisfaction. Uh, you know, if you're, if you're a healthcare profession, uh, it, it's one thing to practice evidence-based uh, medicine or, or healthcare. It's another thing to actually participate and create the new evidence that people will use. So from a, a, a personal satisfaction uh, perspective, uh, if, the, if that's where you stand and seeking to, to gain that, uh, this is another reason to do uh, a PhD here at Salish University. Do you have any advice or maybe tips for anyone who may be interested in pursuing this program? Yeah, you know, the one thing, uh, the, a few things I tell people from uh, my personal experience with the program and and working with the students over the years, uh, trying to uh, move them through the program as rapidly as possible. It really helps if, uh, if uh, right now you, you uh, begin thinking about, um, you know, uh, uh, an area of interest for you um, and uh, trying to define a, uh, in, in a broad way, uh, a research area, a research question, something that you know uh, you've been thinking about for the last few years uh, that bothers you. You know, clinically, you see this happen all the time. You don't quite understand why we do things a certain way, why this intervention works, why, you know, why we don't do another one. And try to, uh, uh, you know, if, if you're thinking about coming into this program, it really helps to get a running start to have uh, uh, 
a, a research question or two that you think you'd like to pursue and even to start thinking about if you're going to do this virtually, uh, you know, is there someone in the area? Is there a university laboratory? Is there a researcher I know that I've read about that, that I think I might want to work with? That really helps us uh, get you off to a, uh, a, a really good start uh, in that first semester. Uh, and then, you know, think about uh, would it be possible um, if you're going to do this program virtually, um, you know, to kind of uh, sense, get, get a sense of whether your, your institution, uh, university, where you work at now, wherever you work, whether you'd be able to cut back uh, a little bit in terms of your time commitment, let's say from 100% to 75%. That's what uh, most students have done. So those are some things to explore. Um, as you as you're uh, uh, pursuing or, or thinking about uh, about th this program here at Salish University. And then lastly, is there just anything you would like to add that you haven't touched upon today? Yeah, I, I want to uh, encourage uh, those of you who are in the situation where you've been hesitant about taking this next step and uh, applying for a PhD program and and pursuing a PhD program that it's it's very very possible to do this. Uh, uh, I know, like I told you from my own personal experience, um, I, I maintain my position. Uh, this this uh, everything is feasible. You you can do this. Um, you know you uh, you are going to be working harder than you worked for the. Uh, before you start the program, you're going to be doing some work in the evenings. You're going to be doing some work on the weekends, but it's uh, it's worth it. Uh, it it can make a, a tremendous uh, change uh, uh, in your career. Uh, it could help your career advancement, career change, personal satisfaction, like I said before. And uh, uh, you know, everyone here at Salus University is. Uh, 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 works hard to make sure that every student that, that starts the program completes the program successfully. And uh, again, we have a very high uh, success rate. So yeah, um, uh, any other questions, I'm, I'm always available uh, through email. We can set up a, a call uh, to address any of your personal questions and issues. So uh, I'd love to talk to you further. To learn more about Salus's biomedicine program or to contact Dr. Scheidman, you can visit salus.edu/biomedicine.